This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. And this is Kirsten Leister at Burger underscore Lurker on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. What is that? What I don't doing? know. I have no sense of... music <laughs> hello and welcome to the obsessive viewer we're a movie and tv podcast that covers a specific topic be it genre trope movie or show each episode you can find more of our work at obsessiveviewer.com more of our podcasts at obsessiveviewer.com slash podcasts you can also like us on facebook and join the facebook group at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer and finally, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer at the minimum rate of $1 per month for an exclusive RSS feed with content recorded specifically for Patreon supporters. And at the rate of $5 a month, you can uh, get video access to us talking about movies we see in the theaters after seeing them in the theaters. I'm your host, the aforementioned Matt Hurt, uh, also known as DJ Matty Fresh on the ones and twos. And with me today is recurring co-host K-Dog herself, Kirsten Leister. Ew. Yeah. Hi, Kirsten. Kirsten, how's hey. it going? Uh, it's going good. How good. are you? Good, good. Cool. Can you like center it a little bit, the microphone? There you go. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if that, that makes any improvement. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So how, how's it been? How, how did you feel about the Patreon recording that we just did? It was great, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the thing that we didn't get to. On the Patreon recording, though, that's going to bleed over into this episode. You get, you guys are getting a free sneak peek at uh, the Patreon level content. Sneaky peeky. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on like a regular full fledged episode. Um, you got your septum pierced. I did. Yeah, it looks very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Um, what's this? What's there to yeah. say? Did it hurt? It did. Should hurt. I do it? Should it, be like, should it be like an obsessive viewer thing? No. Like all of us get our septum pierced? Nope. Oh, okay. That's a weird thing to suggest. Man. I don't think so. I have always thought septum piercings look cool, and I've mm -hmm. always had the thought, oh, that's great. I could never get one, though. Mm. And then I because was like, cool. hey, why wouldn't yeah. I get one? So I did. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Thank yeah. you. I yeah. like it. You also got a haircut today. I get I, yeah. I got I got my haircut, yeah. Yeah. Let's run down exactly everything else that you did today. Um well I was woken up at like nine o'clock because the veterinarian oh, called yeah, that's me. Right. I was planning on sleeping in because I was mm. at a party last night. Oh, look at you. So I wanted partying. to sleep in, but then I was I woke up at nine, so mm. I was like, Well now I can't go back to sleep. So I mm -hmm. made some coffee. I was laying in bed. I was drinking my coffee and I checked um, my email. Mm -hmm. um, I bought some stuff on Amazon because I had a gift card to use. Nice. Um, I uh, checked my Twitter and, and Facebook and I played some Pokemon. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Uh, this bit has gone on so long. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I fed my cat. Um, mm. Fed both the cats. Yes. Um, uh, if you pay us on Patreon, you will know what she's talking about. Um, Otherwise, you're in the dark. Yes. Um, and then I, oh, I got a phone call from uh, the salon that I go to, and they were like, oh, oh yeah. well, cat had a cancellation. If you mm. want to move up, you know, that's fine. Let us know. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do 215. So uh, I got ready to go. Um, and then I left my apartment. I took some uh, boxes out to the dumpster. Oh, well, you got them. Um, 
and then I left and I went to get my hair cut. Um, and then I texted you and was like, Hey, I'm heading your way. And then I did that. Um, and I came here and then we, uh, watched some TV and then Mm. we went and we got some food and then we came back and we watched a movie. Um, and, uh, now we're recording. That was excruciating. That that's, was so painful. That's what I did today. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. And uh, I'll spare you with all my stuff. But uh, yeah. So oh, we're no. Please don't. I'm very interested in the hearing. The listener isn't, though. The listener. I like the how listener. you I like how you assume there's one the person listener. listening. Like, <laughs> there's no royal I, listener. Uh, but no. Uh, it's hey, like, you one person <laughs> out there. <laughs> Thank you, Robert in Utah. <laughs> so, anyway. loyal Robert from loyal Utah. Yes. So anyway, they they call it the loyalty state. They do. Yeah. I the, don't uh, don't Google look that. it up. Yeah. Don't don't, um, don't fact no. check us. It's funny, and Robert. Segue. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned that you were at a party last night. I recorded a podcast last night, and I posted it uh, today. Yeah, uh, I know, because I came over, and you were like, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. Because and we took- had plans an hour before, like an hour after. It was after. 45 minutes. It was like an hour. It was, no, it was like 45 minutes. Well, that's neither here nor um, there. And I texted you... Like let's, an hour and a half beforehand. No, let's see. When I was already, anyway. let's see. We are originally planning on hanging out around like around 3, like 40, four. 4 o'clock. Around like four. Um, and I texted you at twelve twenty-five. Yes, and said. Uh, if it would ask if it would be okay if I came over a little bit earlier because Wait. my stylist <laughs> bumped me up. Wait, you, did you actually you said, ask? Sa- no, I didn't ask. No, you didn't. Thank you. And but you said sounds good, and then I yeah. texted you at. 2.43 and said, hey, I'm leaving the salon. I'll be over a little bit after 3. You said, sounds great. You, you need to keep in mind, I was already I have the receipts in podcast editing mode. Anyway, so last night I recorded a podcast with my friend Evan from the uh, Midwest Film Journal uh, website and the Indiana Film Journalists Association. So uh, if you guys listened to that, thank you. And um, I'm sorry that you're back to listening to me because he he's very articulate and he's very uh, good at talking about films and everything. And I am just skating by on my good And hey, we talk good and stuff. That's what I have to deal with. Um, so yeah. Uh yeah, so okay. Okay. It's been a while since you've been on a full-fledged episode. Yeah. Um you have done some uh actoring and uh stuff. So before we get in, by the way, today on the podcast <laughs> we're going to review Cats in a non-spoiler review and then we're going to do a full-fledged review of Parasite by Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look forward to that. Check the show notes if you haven't already turned this off. Um yeah. so <laughs> Robert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. So Kirsten, you uh were cast in a movie. I was in a movie. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, it it's called Fun and Games. Mm-hmm. Um, the were title you the Fun or the Games. I was both, baby. Oh, okay. Um, the title may change. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It it said D and D murder mystery suspense thrillery kind of thing nice um and so we're gonna go line by line through the script you brought it here um 
Although. <laughs> You've got a yes and me. Um, uh, so, <laughs> well, you shouldn't put your partner on the spot like that. Uh, yeah, you should. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I watched... Um, <laughs> yes. Don't think twice. Oh, you did? I did. I oh, my God. That. Okay. Wow. Okay. Is that, was that 2018 or 2019 that I came think it out? was actually like 2016. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, well, I watched um, it. It was great. Yeah, it was my number 10 for that year. I watched it. it, was, uh, it was yeah, was that because of the new one? Or did you just watch it? Yeah, I, I yeah, I watched it after I watched the new one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was on like a Mikey B kick, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, well, <laughs> no yeah, one's yes great. ending me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's great. talk about that. Like, oh, okay. That, that's a great movie. It was great. I rewatched it recently. Yeah, it was um, really. I yeah. I really liked it. Oh yeah. Oh my it was god. Great. It was it, heartbreaking. Yeah. Have you ever done like improv? Not like seriously. Okay. I mean, we did like improv games mm-hmm. in high school and in college, but mm-hmm. it's I, I've never. I know I've never had a desire to want to do like to be part of like an improv group. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, me neither. I, I've got nothing. I do like I've talked about. I talk about. It all I the love time. whose line is it anyway? Yeah, and I love comedy. Bang bang. Like okay, um, one thing yeah. that I always hated about doing improv mm-hmm. is this is going to sound super pretentious, but like mm-hmm. people don't do it right. Oh, you know, okay. like if you're doing the question, this is the person who doesn't do improv. <laughs> the reason I don't do it is because mm. everyone else is a novice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like it would be different if you were like, you know, somewhere like comedy sports or something. You right. Know? We need to go to a comedy sport. Oh, yeah. I love comedy sports. Yeah. Um, But like when I was in high school and when I was in college, mm-hmm. like we would play the questions game, you know, okay. and instead of building a cohesive plot. Mm hmm. But only using questions, people would be like, is the sky blue? Are you wearing shoes? Are you David? Where are we? You know, and it's like the point of the game isn't to just ask questions. To throw off people or or just ask questions with no cohesion. Yeah. It's to tell a story. Yeah. Wow. So that's why I don't like doing improv because like people don't know how to do it. And like, well, I I totally get... um, I don't remember the characters' names right now because mm-hmm. uh, it's been a couple weeks since I've watched. Right. Uh, don't think twice. Yeah. But like the grandstanding, you know. Oh yeah. It's totally yeah. a thing. Oh yeah. People love to show off how funny they are, mm-hmm. and that's not the point. And I feel like the movie really uh, showed that well. Like mm-hmm. like Keegan Michael Key, like mm-hmm. that moment where he's like, where he, like he and the stakes are about as high as they can get in that world because yeah. like. who's in the audience and he knows just it's he knows like this is his chance yeah and it goes against just the that's one of the things i really loved about it because mike particularly he like he's not an improviser or anything Mm and he like uh i I was actually listening to him actually on comedy bang bang um in an old episode from 2016 where he was talking about how the idea for the movie came from his wife mentioning that uh I if I'm I might get this wrong, but how his wife had made the observation to him that um, all of his stand-up friends were nice people, and all of his improv friends were kind of dicks. I think. Ah. Um. But yeah. But yeah. Um. And that kind of inspired oh him to God, write that the fight scene that they have when they yeah. when they go to the that party when they crash that party. Oh, oh yeah, man, that was rough. Yeah, that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. How did you like it compared to Sleepwalk with Me? I liked Sleepwalk with Me more. Same here. Yeah. But only a little bit. It was. Yeah. I mean, both were very very good. Yeah. I feel like Sleepwalk with Me was a little bit more personal. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it is personal oh, yeah, because it's that's it's based on it's based on a true story of his life. Right. Um. And so. I, and I liked the kind of relationship dynamics of that movie mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you remember that the. Uh, the guy in Chris Gethard, yeah, in the movie, yeah. Do you remember that he was the opener for Burbiglia when we saw him? Was he? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. great! I always, that was the first time I ever saw him on anything, doing anything. Yeah, I remember him being like really. He good. was very funny. Yeah, like yeah. I, I specifically remember him having a bit about like a gator park or something in Florida. Oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and he tied it into like, like. The, a holocaust joke in some way or something mm. yeah it was really funny um yeah yeah we saw several years ago we saw yeah. mike perpiglia uh live and yes. it was great it was good it yeah. was good yeah joey bag of donuts was there he was yeah joe bags yep uh and i and they both signed my sleepwalk with me dvd yep i got a signed so. poster you did and a hoodie mm-hmm. yep i uh, love that hoodie yeah. i wear it all the time i've i've noticed yeah you're not wearing it now so you must not love it that much Putting you on the spot. Do you want to do this right now? Yes, I, I do. I do. Yes. Can we take this offline? My, can we take it offline? No. No, no, no. This needs to be on the record. do not need to have this conversation. Mike, you're embarrassing me. And you're embarrassing me. Okay. Hi, guys. So, yeah. Oh, man. Don't Think Twice was good. It was such a good movie. It's such a good time hanging out with you and stuff. Oh, best friends. Get the fuck out of my apartment. Hey, what? Yeah, what? No, um, I'm just kidding. My, uh, the, the twist okay. with Mike Birbiglia's character was pretty great too. That, yeah. that was I like yep. that. Yep, that was uh, it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yeah, and I it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's currently. where I watched yep. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, we'll talk more in depth about Birbig's and comedy in a future episode. Mm. Uh, yes, or shall we? Yes, uh, but let's. Uh, it, oh, so how was the movie that you <laughs> like filmed? Like, how was the experience? Oh the yeah, it was yeah. fun. Um, I've never done a film before. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am uh, I have training in stage mm-hmm. theater, but not in uh, film. Um, and it it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend who who is in the movie. Okay. Uh, who uh, suggested me for this role, and originally I had to decline it because I had a, uh, oh, yeah. other projects going on, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to have the time. And they weren't end up, they end up they they weren't able to find someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, if we push back filming by a couple weeks, would you be available? And I was like, well, so they pushed it back specifically for you? Well, not not specifically anyone. for me, okay. but because they they couldn't fill this role. Okay. Um, yeah. and so I was like, but I mean, you can think that if you yeah. want. Yes. Did you demand that you only have like green M and M's in, in your my trailer? private trailer? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you have a trailer. <laughs> yeah, we were filming in some guy's garage. Like okay. it was not that deep. Um, uh, they provided dinner both nights. So oh, that was, nice. That was nice. Yeah. So, and that so, director's uh, name was uh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, okay. Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was. It was just. Uh, I I was just filming for a weekend, and we got all the shots that. Um, the the characters who were in the D and D group mm-hmm. got all of their shots. And um, were you? Did, should we say what role you were playing? I mean, I'm I'm one of the what critical role you were playing? What? Uh, well, you're a real natural twenty. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank I, you. I'm I'm one of the. Uh, uh, members of the D and D group. Oh, okay, in the movie. So I didn't know if you were the DM or. Uh, no, okay. I'm not. There, there is a DM. I'm okay. not that character. Um, 
would you say you were the, like the Facebook Messenger though, or like the WhatsApp uh, message messaging uh, contact? I don't get it. Will you explain this joke to me? Because a DM is a uh, dungeon master, or is that what it stands for? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, dragon I don't, master? I don't, Dungeons and Dragon master? Uh, I don't get it. Will you explain yeah. this to me? Yeah. And, but it's also, it's a play on words, because DM also means uh, sliding into them DMs on Twitter, hmm. where you can privately message someone on Twitter. And the way that you privately message people on like Facebook and like WhatsApp is through like Facebook Messenger or the WhatsApp application. So yeah, I don't understand. Will you explain it to me? An application is a phone-based um, piece of of uh, software that is developed specifically for use on on the cellular oh. television. Oh, I don't understand. Will you explain it to me? Yeah. So a smartphone is a device that many uh, people carry, and uh, it has access to so many different things and everything. And there go. There goes Robert. He's gone. So you explain it to me. I don't now understand. Now no one is listening I, to us, <laughs> and that's improv. It is. Um, uh, it's a dungeon master. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So so I filmed all of the scenes that I'm in. Mm-hmm. They have done more filming since okay. then. Uh, the film is not done filming. Sure. Um, but, but, but I don't. I don't. There's no specific timeline for when they're going to be done. Sure. He's not Such filming. Such the nature of like independent film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. The director is not filming this for a specific like mm. showing or right. festival or anything. He's uh, hoping to sell the movie once it's done. Sure. But this is not the first movie he has made independently. Okay. He uh, does. He does this for a living. Nice. So. That's awesome. Well, I'm very excited to eventually see it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we get access to it and everything. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe we'll see him at Heartland or something. Hey, who knows? Yeah. That'd be pretty pretty freaking cool. You could oh, interview yeah. me on the red carpet. That would be I could interview amazing. myself. That would be better. Hey. Yeah. I, I'm really good at it. So I'm, you should leave it for the experts. Just, uh, I've been doing this for six and a half years. Well, but, you know. I'm in, I'm in a I'm a natural. Group. So. <laughs> Just... IFJ. Um, yeah, well, you so, only were offered membership after I joined the podcast. Well, that's neither here so, nor there. Well, um, I think it's here. <laughs> so we watched some movies. So, okay, Robert. Yes. So um, <laughs> I think we should direct all dialogue in the podcast from now on directly at Robert. I, I, is he a... Is he a uh, does he is he a Patreon patron? He is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Only the uh, best. He's one of the eight. Um, yeah. But also shout out to you know Matt and Draco and uh, our contributor Ben Sears and uh, Fecus is both. Um, yeah. Okay. So Robert, we <sighs> went and saw cats. We did. Okay. Which I wrote a review on the website, obsessedreview.com. Um, so that yeah. review was accurate. Thank you. I That's what I... You know, when you are just a, a powerhouse of a, of a critic, as such as I, um, it's really hard to write a review <laughs> 
of a movie where it's really hard to write a review of a movie. It is. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> and also, it's very hard to write a review of a movie when you are just glazed, like your eyes are glazed over when you're the a entire prisoner time. Yes, in the theater. So um, we're gonna do a non-spoiler review of Cats. Here's the non-spoiler. It was yes. I've well, been I've been first, ranking my movies yes. for the whole year, and this was the very dead last yes. movie. And plot summary courtesy of IMDb. The tribe of cats called the Jellicles must decide... For some reason. Yes, must decide yearly which one will ascend to the, hev- uh, the heaviside lair and come back to a new Jellicle life. Um, uh, adapted from the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical from Broadway... Yes. yes. Um, One of the longest running shows on Broadway. Why? Well, okay. I understand from what I've seen in bits and pieces, like online and stuff, is that it did have, like, uh, some, in terms of, like, theatrical production, it maybe broke some ground with, like, lighting and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Also, counterpoint, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. I, um, going into it, I knew I wasn't going to enjoy it because right. I, okay, story time. When mm-hmm. I was in middle school, my friend Jasmine Fields, um, was like, Hey, do you want to come over to my house and hang out this weekend? I have cats on DVD. <laughs> it's a musical. And I was like, this is going to be great because. Mm-hmm. I love cats. Mm-hmm. I love musicals. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a magical evening. Yeah. Um, and it was nasty crap. And we didn't even finish yeah. it. It was so bad. We just put on Aladdin instead. Mm-hmm. Um, Good choice. Yeah. Uh, so that was very disappointing for me as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching it a lot in elementary school, but not retaining any of the information. See, we always watched The Sandbox. Mm-hmm. We always. The Sandlot. The Sandlot, yeah. yeah. Um, like if there was a holiday and we had like a half day or something, mm-hmm. instead of doing anything for the half day, we, they would just put on a movie and right. I'm like, why not just let us stay home then? Mm-hmm. But so we always watched the first half of Sandlot and mm-hmm. for years I never knew how it ended. Wow. It was weird. Like yeah. <laughs> they just played the, the first half of the Sandlot. We never <laughs> finished it. I was like, this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so going into it, I knew I wasn't going to like it mm-hmm. because I didn't like it when I was a kid. It's yeah. just like, doesn't make any sense. It's based on poems. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the musical is. That's what Andrew Lloyd Webber mm-hmm. wrote the musical about. It's based on a book of poems. Right. So, already, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, um, also, also uh, we didn't expect to like it because of the everything about it. Yeah, because of the all of the movie. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's a bunch of cats holding a talent show to find out who gets to be reincarnated. Yeah. And for me, like... I got none of that from it. Like, I, I struggled so hard to just grasp the plot. Because immediately, like, it's just, it throws into, like, so many different mm-hmm. musical, like, numbers and well, stuff. Well, and, and the majority of the movie is introducing the characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, a can-can line mm-hmm. of introducing new weird cats to the audience and throwing them in our face. Yeah. And yeah. I never thought I would say this, but hey. That's enough cats. Right, right. Uh, absolutely. And, like, it's too, like, they don't develop them. They just introduce them, but they don't develop yeah. them or anything. Ugh, just really, just a freaking and mess. And one thing that bothered me is that the CGI didn't even look good. No, no. Like, it looked like it wasn't finished. Mm-hmm. It. I actually read, I didn't read the actual article, but I saw the headline where <laughs> there are theories that 
they're kind of tampering with the CGI after release, like, and kind of discreetly, like, update, like, showing, like, a, a, a newer version of they it. They should. They should. Yeah. Because uh, it was bad. Because yeah. uh, I remember seeing the trailers come out and being like, they're probably not done with the CGI because right. it doesn't look completely rendered. And yeah. I know sometimes movies will do that. They'll sure. release a trailer when all the CGI isn't done because, yeah. you know, they still have work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this was not the case. Mm-hmm. Because there were certain scenes that looked like bad green screen. Yep. Their faces didn't look blended all the way no. in certain scenes. In the way that the ears moved. Yeah, and their bodies so un- too sometimes. Bodies. I mean, it, it yeah. just didn't look it right. It was so unnatural. Yeah. And they looked fucking weird because yeah. they oh, had yeah. they had these ears, but they had human noses. Yep. And their hands were hands. Mm. And I was like, this is weird, uncanny valley yeah. shit here. Oh, yeah. And like the bad green screen stuff, like in addition to that. That train scene. It looked so, like, it was so bad. It looked terrible. The perspective was all off. Mm -hmm. Like, it looked like the, like, the kind of conceit of the movie is that these cats are just regular sized cats, and it's, like, kind of from their perspective of the world. Like, the The human sized world. world. But, like, in that train sequence on the train tracks, it's like, they're barely, like, big enough for the rails. Yeah. And it's, like, it's weird, like... And if it's a human world and these are just anthropomorphic cats, how did they have shoes? How, how they did they have, have jackets and hats? Yeah. Why did why did the, every single storefront and business have a cat theme to it? Yeah, they had, um, there were milk bars. Yeah. It's very weird. It, it oh, was yeah. almost like the world was cattered to them. Oh my god, that's a good that's a good one. That's a good one. I god But yeah, it. It, it was very very weird. Very, also, I yeah. was not impressed by the performances. Yeah. A lot of big names in this. Oh, um, insane. Like and then, dang oh, Judy Dench. A lot of unknowns mm-hmm. too. Yep. But I mean Idris Elba, I was disappointed in. Mm-hmm. Shame on you, sir, for accepting yes. this role, but also it's for not just, doing it justice. And, and it, that's so out of every character. every time he disappeared, he said meow. Meow. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and like his meow. powers, whatever he was doing was like ill-defined. And it's just it's so it's so like as someone who admires Idris Elba as an actor. I mean, The it's Wire. Like, like, oh my god, he's amazing in that. Hey, like, this is so out of character for him to be in a yeah. movie that's terrible. Sir Ian uh, McKellen. Yeah, you didn't pick up on that anyway. Yeah. Oh, I... Dark Tower. Yes, okay. (laughs) Um, Jennifer Hudson Uh, gave a good performance. Yeah, her performance of... Um, Is it Memory or Memories? I don't know, whatever. Okay. Rizabella. That's the character's character's name. name, A lot of times they didn't even state the character's name, so I didn't know who who people were. Yeah, like, only two musical numbers, like, stood out to me, and that was Jennifer Hudson's Mm -hmm. uh, Memories and the uh, 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 Mistopheles or whatever. The magical guy. Mr. Mistopheles. I thought um, Taylor Swift's uh, McCavity the Mystery Cat Mm -hmm. was fun. That's that's, uh, a pretty big number. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, they didn't clarify who she was. No. Her character's name was Bomba Lorena, Mm -hmm. but they never said who she was or who she was in relation to McCavity. Yep. So, and I, that could be something from the musical. I don't know. But even then, even even if that's the case, it was confusing. Like, she she was only in that one scene. Yeah, and then she's gone. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. I was like, this is weird. And the only reason. They just wanted to throw in Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the only reason why I attach myself to the Mistopheles or whatever one is because that is the one, just about the one musical number that actually has any pertinence to 
anything resembling yes. a plot. In yes, movie. you're right about that. Yeah, and there's I, actually a, there's a yeah. purpose there. I oh, did yeah. enjoy Jason Derulo as Rum Tum Tugger. Oh yeah, I thought fun. he was fun. He was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Uh, not that I thought he would be bad, but he's he's known as a singer. He's not right. really known as an actor, but I thought he he gave an admirable performance. Yeah. And uh, this was the first acting role, I believe, of Francesca... Francesca Hayward? Francesca Hayward. She didn't do much. Yeah, she's like a ballerina, I think, or in, like, ballet or something. Um, And she didn't. Yeah, she played Victoria. Um, She was definitely... That was, was like, the the audience perspective character. So a lot of her was discovering Mm. the world. Yes. And, again, there's but, nothing to But not to in her. an interesting way. No. And, like, our introduction to her, we, she's thrown onto the ground, abandoned, and, like, we get no context or anything. We thought she was Taylor Swift for we the did, whole movie. We did, yeah. Both of us did, because, yeah. like, we both knew Taylor Swift was in the movie. Right. And I just saw her, and I was like, oh, I'm, that, that, like, yeah. that could be Taylor Swift. It kind of looks like Taylor and Swift. And then Taylor Swift came on, and I was like, oh, that's definitely Taylor Swift. I had Swift. that same reaction. <laughs> yeah. um, I just assumed that was, yeah. I mean, she looked like a cat. I couldn't really tell. Uh, exactly. Are you saying that all cats look the same? <laughs> I'm a catist. Uh, yeah. Uh, l- let's talk about the very disturbing Rebel Wilson musical number. Yeah, that was weird. That was so weird. That was odd. Um, first of all, she was supposed to be like the comedy relief, but yeah. she didn't do anything funny. Nope. Like she fell off of things a yeah. couple times. Like she, the whole bit was Completely. that she's fat and clumsy. Right. And so she just like would roll off of an ottoman or something yeah. onto the floor and I'm, that's supposed to be it's not yeah the comedy but she her character um so they're all trying to compete in this talent show to mm. be reincarnated um and and Which, again took me so long to even pick up on that yeah rebel wilson's act is mm. she trains mice and cockroaches mm-hmm. as sort of like a that they she she teaches them a dance routine but she right. eats them also that is, it is in its it's weird up. they're just like picking them up off yeah. the table they're all like and they have little like human comedic. faces and they're just it's eating so them alive it was messed up bizarre yeah it was just, bizarre it's just and it's so casual it's played up as comedy and it's just like it was very weird. I, I don't like this I don't, I don't like this yeah um anything else on cats because we don't need to spend too much time <laughs> i didn't like it me neither i yeah. didn't like it nope Read my review no. on obsessiveviewer.com. Um, um, yeah. It was, it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, Shame. Yes. Shame. Yes. Shame on you all. Yes. Yeah, and that's all I have to say. Yeah, me too. And like, kind of final parting thought on that is that, like, I was, I again, I was so just unaffected by this movie. I was so disengaged with it. I was sitting there and I was like, I like, I was, I was numb to it. Like, I was just completely glazed over. I was angry. I, I, I wasn't even angry. I was tired. Yeah. And we were, we were going to record. We were in the car. We were going to do a yeah. parking lot special. Thank you for saying. And I that. was like, can we please <laughs> just go home? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just want to go home. Yeah, it was. It was, it was actually. I, it made me sick because I took a sick day on Wednesday. I noticed that. Yeah, and I was. Well, ask I had you a. I had a cold. Oh, okay. but <laughs> well, you know. but I think it was uh, cats. I yeah. think cats made me sick. It made I, me physically ill. Yeah. Uh yeah, and uh, that was nice. That, like as we were going home, you were like, "Would you, would you, would you be mad if we didn't record?" Yeah. I'm like, I like I was sitting there thinking, like, I'm so glad that you said that. I just <laughs> like, really, I just I'm, really, I was just done yeah. with it. I just really didn't. Oh yeah, it's a drain. And like, yeah. I knew that it was like a one night movie, like a movie that takes place over the course of one night. So like, as soon as like I saw Daybreak in the movie, I was like, "Oh thank I God!" Was so but then happy. like I thought and it was it ready to going. end like three times, yeah. and I was like, "Really? It's like we're turning gonna the king here? Sing some more about." Yeah. Yeah. Stuff I that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Just oh. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're done with cats. 
I think so too. Oh, and I also made the anecdote to you that like about halfway through the movie, I was think I was like I pictured myself coming home and I pictured pizza coming up to me and like wanting cuddles and and lovins and stuff and just me being like, no, I'm done with cats. Like leave. I I can't do it. Um, Cured me of my ridiculous obsession with love. Uh, so yeah, so we also watched another movie. This is going to be the main review. Uh, of course, we're going to do a non-spoiler and spoiler review for this, but it is uh, Bong Joon-ho's uh, highly acclaimed 2019 film, Parasite. Now, I, I said earlier that Cats was my least favorite movie mm-hmm. of the year. So far, Parasite is is at the top of my list, and it is it is wow. very high. What up a on wild the ride! Amazing, you guys. If you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. Yeah, and pro- I would I would say, and I I'm I'm gonna assume that you'll agree with me here, but if you don't know what it is, don't don't, don't look it up before. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Don't listen to our non-spoiler. Don't don't look up yeah. like a plot summary or yeah. anything. Go, Go into in, it completely blind. That, yeah. That's it. What like I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but there were so many twists and turns. It was so in like this was my second time seeing it, and like just picking up on things that I missed the first time, just because of the way that the plot is constructed, was just so satisfying yeah. to me. Um, so yeah, so that's your warning. If you haven't, if you don't know anything about it and want to go in fresh, uh, I think it's going to hit VOD in a month or two, I think. I don't know. But anyway, uh, leave us alone and, <laughs> and, and go, come back. Robert, go away. <laughs> We're going to talk to ourselves now. Matt, okay. Now that, now that Robert's gone. <laughs> <laughs> what did you uh, think of Parasite? Uh, okay, so... Uh, Robert, we know you're still listening. <laughs> Good God. You can't fool us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, if you listened to the last episode with Evan, um, uh, the IFJ did award Parasite with, with quite a bit of acclaim, so it was the runner-up for film of the best film of the year um, behind the winner, which was a Marriage Story, and then it was also the winner of, oh boy, uh, best foreign language film, and uh, Original Vision, uh, it got a runner-up for it, um, yeah, and then also uh, Best Director, I believe it got, uh, yeah, one Best Director for Bong Joon-ho. So the plot summary courtesy of IMDb for Parasite is all unemployed Katak and his family, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that, and his family take peculiar interest in the wealthy and glamorous parks as they uh, ingratiate themselves into their lives and get entangled in an unexpected incident. So, Kirsten, uh, you didn't know going into Parasite what it was all about. No, I had no idea. How did you feel in broad terms and non-spoiler? How did you feel about Parasite and the way that it unfolded before um, your very eyes? Uh, well, okay. It, I, I didn't even know what genre the movie mm-hmm. was. Like, there was an ominous tone yes. throughout, and there were some, some scenes where there was, like, kind of suspenseful music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to turn into a horror movie. Yeah. I asked you, you I, I kept saying, is this a, is this a horror movie? Right. Is this, a, and then they, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I didn't know what mm-hmm. I was expecting. Right. Um, and then I was like, Oh no, it's a comedy. It's, <laughs> it's like a weird situational comedy. And then right. I was like, Oh no, it's not. <laughs> right. I still don't know what genre it is. <laughs> a drama. I guess it would be a drama. Yeah. Um, with a lot of like social commentary to it, like, oh yeah, 
just and we'll talk more in spoilers about that but just i love the way it's constructed yeah the different classes yes. um the different uh was was it in north korea or south korea south korea, south korea. Yeah. um yeah, that makes sense because they were mocking right Kim also, Jong-un. they're free to make films. Uh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, I, I don't mean like where it was actually filmed, but like oh, where gotcha. was it? Where was it supposed to be taking gotcha. place? Yeah. Um, but South Korea makes a lot more sense. Mm. But the the way that the classes were portrayed yes. um, was starkly different, mm. and th- the shots were beautiful, stunning, yeah, stunning. And I I don't know for sure. I I haven't done. I think I said this before on another episode of the podcast, but about this very thing. But I haven't done like my research on it but i want to say that like the exterior of the house or something about the house like it was constructed for the movie oh yeah yeah and like it's a beautiful house yeah the architecture of it is just stunning yeah the the history of the house is that it was designed by an architect famous architect yeah um before the family that lives there now right um yeah uh even like the uh, the acting was amazing. Oh, it was incredible. It was very oh, yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. Um and the 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 characterization work for the the main family mm-hmm. when they were at home versus when they were at work. Right. They looked like different people. Oh, absolutely. You and know. It, the movie plays with such a like it it has this uh kind of stark dichotomy between yeah. the kind of, I don't want to say haves and have-nots because that's kind of played out, but it is like class system thing, low, yeah. lower class, class and upper class. And it's just, it's so, it's so well done mm-hmm. and well written that like you just see them, like you said, completely kind of changing. They transform. They transform yeah. as they go into this, this upper class house and everything. Was that and your then, cat? No, no, no. That was uh when the outer door opens. Oh. Like, like the air pushes. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but anyway, so like the, the way, like, like the plot summary says, like the way they ingratiate themselves into this family. Yeah. Um, is like, it's like the, the parasites. Yeah. Uh, to an extent and it's just it's amazing to see the differences between them like there's one scene that i'll talk about in spoilers but like it just it's it shows it shows both perspectives like mm-hmm. the upper class family and the lower class family it shows like the, it, it does a good job of portraying like their both their uh their own personal like persona and the way that they uh feel about the about their st- their status and everything but also it does a really good job of showing like how they th- what they think of the other mm-hmm. the other of it um yeah i, I love this movie yeah. so much yeah um so you what what uh, like how'd you feel about it <laughs> wait you already asked me <laughs> i, I that, did man. yeah I, uh anything else should we uh, it's too early to go into spoilers no i i would uh yeah. talk about some of the the um, acting. Yes. Um, I, we're going to butcher these names, mm-hmm. so I, we should apologize in advance. Right. But um, Park So Dom, mm-hmm. who played uh, Ki Jong, who was the sister. I thought oh, she was yes. very good. She was very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Kang Ho Song, who played Kim, mm-hmm. was very good. The whole family oh, was, was really great. Yeah. And they all had like different things that they, that they like different things about them and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I yeah. uh Cho Yo Jong mm-hmm. who played Yang Kyo who was the wife and mother of the of the the upper class the upper family. Class, yes. Uh Lee Sun Gyun who played her husband. They mm-hmm. were both very good. Keeper, yeah. Um and uh Lee Jong Un, uh Lee Jong Yoon who played uh Moon Gwang. 
the mm-hmm. old housekeeper was very good. Uh, so, so good. Oh, and, I can't even understate yeah. how good she oh, was. Oh, yeah. And she, like... I can't overstate. Right. There you go. I'm stating... Yes. And she had statement. such a range to, like, that character and everything. Yeah. Like, the, there was a really interesting way that it uh, yeah. it played out. Um, Every, I mean, it, uh, the performances all across the board were very strong. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And... Just again, it plays with tone so well. Like it's a comedy, it's a drama, it's a social commentary. It has other aspects that we'll go into spoilers, but it's like it just in it should on paper it shouldn't necessarily work this this well. Mm -hmm. But the way that Bong Joon Ho tells the story puts all these elements together. Unreal. Like. Like I, I watched um, Snowpiercer like several years ago, which was another one of his his movies, and I wasn't into it just because I, I think I was really tired, um, and I just couldn't really um, appreciate it. But like this makes me want to go back and watch his movies because he is like a very very talented filmmaker. Um, I do love that he also has a movie from tw- uh, 2006 called The Host. So he's made The Host and Parasite. Yeah, I get it. Get it. Okay. Um, Yeah, and just stunning cinematography. Just the way, really beautiful shots. Use use of um, his his use of filling the screen Mm -hmm. was was really aesthetically pleasing. Yes, and kind of just the way that it just moves around, like Mm -hmm. the house in particular, and showing like visually showing us obviously Um, the framing of all the the shots was really really well done. And again, that dichotomy between the two the two families, like the lower class and the uh, and even like the color palettes of those two worlds, yeah, were so vastly different. Yeah, very vibrant for the parts. Yeah, and and the grays and neutral Mm -hmm. like earth tones for for uh, the the Kims. Right, yeah, yeah. The, the, in this this semi the semi basement, yeah, um, yeah. It's just and it it says so much because they live in this like semi basement and it a big part of the first part of the movie is them they're trying to get money they're mooching off of nearby Wi Fi so that they can check their WhatsApp app to see if they have work. Yeah, um, it's a very destitute and um but there's like comedy to it and like you see there's a kind of a recurring bit or there's a bit early on and then it kind of resurfaces later this drunk dude just pissing like out like right by their window and yeah. everything and it's like at street level where the water would go into the go into the semi-basement but i i feel like that's just it it says a lot about like what people in that lower class that are struggling so hard the whole culture of oh yeah of living in Mm -hmm. that in that system yep oh yeah and just like the way that like some people just are you know self-destructive and Mm -hmm. will just be drunk drunk because like they'll you know because they're trying to escape and everything that's my take on that but like these other people will go and um do other things some crazy shit (laughs) Um, so, yeah, anything else on non-spoilers? I'm ready to talk about spoilers. Okay, let's talk about spoilers. I'm ready to spoil. Yes. So, okay, so Parasite, we're going to spoil it. Uh, I'm going to play a clip from the trailer, and then we'll go right into spoilers. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) 
여자들이 원래 참잘 속아. 사모님이 뭐랄까. 풀타임으로 수업 어떻게 하시는지. Is it okay with you? Spoilers on for Parasite. Um, so walk me through, Kirsten, how you felt just going through the movie. Um, okay. Like how so like, like I said, I was, I was at first, I was struggling to determine what genre mm-hmm. this movie is. Because at first, it's kind of lighthearted. It's this mm-hmm. family and they're scheming, you know, um, to... to Kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're working toward like a, a get rich quick scheme. Yeah. Um, and it seems like kind of, you know, just a lighthearted, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're, they're not, they're, they're kind of anti heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're not good guys. No. But you're still kind of rooting for them. Yeah. It's because they're trying to, like, they're trying to just, uh, elevate their status. Like, they're, they're, they're making choices that are you know they they are pretty um unethical unethical immoral uh but it is in service of like getting their like live like improving their lives well okay but Um, here's the thing robert so (laughs) god damn it (laughs) um they got greedy and they got grabby Mm -hmm. and if they hadn't taken advantage Mm -hmm. Of that situation, if they had just played the cards in their hand, mm-hmm. they could have built up a little nest egg, yep. moved out of that semi-basement, had a good life. But I think that that's, I, that's one of the main things about the movie is that they, it, it's an intoxication. Like yeah, they, uh, in, what, what, what's that expression? You, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Sure, yeah. Like me hanging out with you and <laughs> me having you on the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. You're staring at me like you're gonna give a mouse a cookie. He's gonna want some milk. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 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 family goes on vacation. The, yes. So okay, or, let's back yeah, up. Let's, let's back, back up. Yes. up. So yes. the, so uh, old dude gets his uh, university documents yes. forged yes. by his con artist sister. Right. We don't have to go beat for beat, but yeah. and then they get. The sister mm-hmm. hired on with some fake a, art therapy stuff. An art therapist, because and I, what I love about that is that the mother, uh, the 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 madam of the family, uh, of the upper class family, she is established as being a, a bit simple. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that because it, I, I kind of feels like it's you know she's a a woman of means who doesn't need to really like have anything like. Uh, you know, it. I. It's not necessarily implied that she's you know any kind of challenged person. No, she's it's just like just, a little too trusting. Yeah, and she's accustomed to a lot. Like she's she's accustomed to just having people to walk over. And One everything. thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Ki Jong, mm-hmm. the sister, she asks the mother, "Did something happen to the son when he was in first grade?" Right, and then later in the movie, it is revealed that mm-hmm. he saw the ghost. Yeah, and when he was in first grade on right. his birthday, how did she know there was something specific about first grade? That I don't know. I I because I, I know, know she she was saying that she you know bullshat her way yeah. through the art therapy stuff. She googled some some stuff and, right. and you know just kind of regurgitated it from the internet. Mm-hmm. But there was something significant and traumatizing that happened to him when he was in first grade. How did she yeah. know to ask about that? In the movie, they don't 
communicate that. Yeah, but that's I, one thing yeah, that stood out to I, me. I could infer that maybe they just found out just through like men or uh, something. Yeah, it's a leap. I agree, but it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it bothered me. Yeah, it it didn't because it was something so significant. Right. Yeah, that but, came into play later. Mm-hmm. How did she just infer? But I mean, for all you know, he could have told her. I, I would have liked to have seen some yeah. kind of hint to, to it that. It didn't bother me at all. I rated this five stars on Letterboxd. And well, that yeah. that was the one thing that bothered me. Okay, um, that's fair. So then they get the driver fired, so yes. their dad can be the driver. Then they get the Just housekeeper fired, the so their mom can be the housekeeper. It. So they're yeah. all pretending that they don't mm-hmm. know each other right. in this house, but they're all related. Yeah. And, and the um, intricacy of all of this is so like it's yeah it's such a it's such a such a tight uh, tightrope walk yeah and it's so good like it's so they're it, they're so good at what they yeah. do oh yeah like the scenes where they're like rehearsing mm-hmm. what they're going to like like when they're yeah. when they're framing the housekeeper mm-hmm. um, they pass off that she has tuberculosis <laughs> when really it's just a, a, a reaction yeah. uh, an allergy an allergic reaction so and when the dad clever. is rehearsing his monologue and mm-hmm. and the son is coaching him. Yeah. On where the stakes should be, like right. wow, that's real acting coaching. Like yeah. that's have you legit. Ever, yeah, have you ever had a, a director that, uh, well, I don't know, uh, directed you in such a way? We're like, no, you need to. You're here. You need well, to be. Yeah. Here. Um, well, okay. So, so directors always say it is easier to be big, and we have to pull you back. Okay. So, um, th- there's an exercise that a lot of um, directors will implement mm-hmm. where you raise the stakes to 10, mm-hmm. where this is the most important thing that is ever going to happen in this character's life. Oh. And you play the scene, the entire scene, okay. the stakes are at 10, and then you pull and then it you back. And you go from there. And that's where you can find the highlights, you know, and the high I points see. of a scene. Okay. So, so the family is doing just insane stuff. Like they are, they're integrating okay. themselves into Matt, that's the. That's great. I'm gonna pull okay. you back. Okay. Pull you okay. back. Great. So the family is doing insane. I'm gonna pull th- you back, okay. Matt. I'm okay. gonna pull you back. So the family is doing in. Matt, you're not listening. Matt, you're okay. not listening. Okay. To me. I'm gonna pull you back. Okay. 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 Pull it back. Pull it. Just pull it. Just pull it a little bit. So the family's doing some insane things. They're integrating themselves into this family. Into that was really close. Family. Matt, I'm oh, okay. going to pull okay. you okay. back. Okay. All right? Just just pull it back, okay. Matt. Come on, you can do this. Family crazy. Integrating himself in other family. Crazy. That was genius. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, Robert, I, if you're still yeah. listening. Uh... Yes. <laughs> so anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's, so, yeah. the, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When the housekeeper came back, oh my god! Okay, that I was whole like, sequence. I, I, I first, first okay. of all, sorry. If we could back up just a little bit, just the intricacies of their infiltration into the into the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I love that each member of the family, like it, it's it's a very different like road in. Like you would think, like on the surface, like you would think, like okay, well, why doesn't he just say like, hey, my wife needs work, why don't you do? Yeah, that? it's just puzzle pieces yeah. falling together. Yes. Yeah, and the reason that they don't do that, it's not explicitly stated, but it's like it's a part of that uh, that difference in class. Like like the the upper class people, they don't want to 
have any part of of the Kims outside of their role in their life mm-hmm. uh, that they're paying them for. So they can't say like, oh, my sister is, you know, like they can't force that. It has to be like, oh, this is my Well, but the also they're, they're putting friend. on an act from the beginning yeah. because they, they hire Kiwoo, mm-hmm. um, Kevin, mm-hmm. as, as they call him, uh, thinking yeah. that he is right. from a higher class than he really is. Yep. And so... You know, even if he were to recommend, you know, mm-hmm. his sister or someone, they would expect someone who is not right. his sister. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, because they think that they think that these people the acts that they put on mm-hmm. are higher class than they actually are. Yes. And so the house So sequence, when the housekeeper yes. came back, yes. I was like but Oh even before that, no. the whole the whole idea of them just like they're they're living vicariously through. The, like, oh my god, that house. scene that scene where they're getting drunk in the living room. Yes. I was so scared. You were the scared? family left on a camping trip yes. and it was storming out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought the family was going to come back mm-hmm. and like find them all drunk in the living right. room. Um, but what happened was the old housekeeper came back yeah. and she looked disheveled and mm-hmm. she had bruises on her face. That's another thing. She said she would explain later. I don't. That's what happened a, to her? She didn't have the bruises then. It was when she dropped down when she was when she was trying to push the thing open when the mother really took, yep because she hit her face no yep i'm pretty sure that she, when when she you could see them when she was on the the video for the security could system you? i'm pretty sure because even then i was like oh she doesn't look good i i don't know because I, I guess it could have yeah. just been shadows in the rain and everything yeah. but she <laughs> she definitely hit her face when she fell down on the on okay the, on the thing but i it just, yeah. I'm pretty sure she was already, anyway. No, you're crazy. I'm gaslighting you. I, um, no. Anyway, she was disheveled. Yes. She was in a hurry. And I was like, what the hell is she going like, to do? What did you think of the reveal of her husband being down there? And that whole, like, that opens up I just a whole new I was not expecting yes. that twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a different, like, angle Park to Park hoon mm-hmm. who played her husband. What yes. a creep. He, oh my yeah. god, he was scary. But also, he has this, just this blind and, and faithful servitude, like, deifying Mr. Park. Yeah. Like, the reveal of the lights was so god, disturbing It was! Me. Yeah, because it is like... He listens is, to his footsteps yes. on the stairs, so he knows when to turn the lights on. Yeah. It is insane, and it's just, it's another And he's been living in that basement for, for four, four years. years. And it's another extension of just him being, like, it, uh, uh, the different types of, like, people within these two classes. Like, he's a lower-class person who is never going to rise above his station in life. Or, or rise above the or basement. Anything, or rise above the basement. Uh, although he does once. He does. Um, yeah. But it's something that is just so evocative of, of the story that's being told is that he's just someone who is uh just kind of in service of this man who to be doesn't fair, even know yeah that he exists exactly yep and to to his i can understand like he's he sees mr park and the family as like people who gave him a life um they just don't know that he is know. living in their yeah. basement it's just so um, so crazy yeah and then the ensuing fight mm-hmm got out of hand the, yeah i love that because it, um, again it is it's so uh tone it's such a tonal shift it is it's so intense it's like it's almost like watching two different movies it is not oh, yeah. and i don't mean that in a negative way right. um but like 
the beginning of the movie has mm-hmm. one tone and then it, it's, I mean, it just, there's a complete, like it just turns it on its head. It's yes. so nuts. Oh yeah. And the way that it, um, plays like, like when it's like, it's so brutal. <laughs> it's just, it's so disturbing. When he comes out of the basement. Mm-hmm. And also when she kicks her down the stairs. Oh my God. Just she like that, that smack on the head. Yeah, I knew she just, was. I knew she was gone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And like, and it, it, I wouldn't say it milks it, but it's like it's. We spend time. Like she's like, honey, I have a concussion, mm-hmm. and she's ta- like telling. She him, can't see. Yes, yeah. Just oh man. And then yeah, when when old dude comes out of the basement, mm-hmm. um, with that rock. Yes. That was horrifying. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not glamorous or anything when he beats uh, uh kevin um yeah kiwu uh like hits him like and does uh, once again like mm-hmm. twice double taps really, yep yep uh but let's back up a little bit the whole like uh not song and dance but like the the whole um tension thing of the of the family coming home and the and like the kims having to clean up and and race to do everything yeah so so tense and so well realized. Yeah, like, and they're all hiding around yes. the house. Oh yeah. And what I love about that, like maybe one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie is when the parks are on the couch and they're they're getting busy. Yeah. Um and what I Really that's your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> well <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'm so alone. Um but <laughs> No, the reason that that's my that's my favorite part is that as they're like, it's they're ta- they before they start getting hot and heavy, uh, like he talks, like it's like eavesdropping on a candid conversation. It's where they really show like how what they what, what they the, really think, what they really think of, of the help. Yes, yeah, and like the whole radishes thing. I, I gotta say, I was getting suspicious about the dad because oh, I mean yeah. he he just looked like he was ready to snap at yeah. any moment. The Kim dad or Parker? Kim. Okay. Um, and then yeah. he did. He did. But the thing that I loved about that was when, when they're, when they're, you know, becoming amorous, um, and they start their kind of semi role playing yeah. as the lower class. Buy me drugs. Buy me Buy drugs. Buy me drugs. Yes. Uh, it would be so hot if you, if you wore, wore those the, dirty panties. Yeah. Just like, it's just so, because it, it's it's a fantasy to them, much yeah. like the fantasy of living living a, yeah. a, a well off life mm-hmm. is to them. As they were talking about before, all hell broke loose. Talking about oh, they're going to be your in laws and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, just I really think that the, it's such a tightly written script, and it's so it's so amazing the way that it pulls that together. Yeah. Also, they were totally like doing it. It was cool. Um, yeah. You're the parasite. Well, really, when you think about it, the real parasite was the friends we made along the way. So you are the parasite. Yeah, I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway. uh, so yeah. So the another kind of really incredible thing is after all that happens, after the reveal of the basement, um, we get this impromptu party for the kid because his camping yeah, trip got canceled. And- like those people were in the basement the whole time yeah. and, and the whole family's in the house. Yep. And- uh what I love about that is it's another extension of just how like 
it's such a beautifully written like way that it shows the differences between the yeah. two classes. Like, like she's in the she's in the backseat of the car talking on the phone and her feet up, and her and feet up. She smells the radishes. Yeah, and, and she's like, oh down. the. Oh, the rain was was actually a bless, or uh, the rain was was hard on us. But you know, it uh, you know makes le- make lemonade out of lemons and everything because we're having this garden party. And it's like, like she has no idea that the that Mister Kim has lost his home, uh, yeah. presumably, or has been displaced from his home because of flooding because it and everything. Flooded, yeah, because yeah. of it's the just, rain. It's just it's so be- I love it's so that. it's such a narrow field of vision. Yes, that these people yes. have, and I love the kind of. I, I just the window into this upper class family where she's yeah. like, oh no, no, oh, no presents, no presents. I it's told just, you not to bring presents. Yeah, you're just gonna wear. You can wear sweat sweatpants and stuff. Yeah, but and that, everyone shows up and they're all they're dressed yeah, to the nines because and it's expected. Th- th- there's yeah, someone's presents. playing a cello. Yeah. like maybe you can sing a song and it's like a beautiful. Oh, you know rendition. the one and it's an aria. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just oh, and I love that scene where um, Kevin uh, is talking to. Uh, the da- student. Dahye? There you go. Yeah. Dahye. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm butchering that, I'm sure. But anyway, uh, when he's like, do I fit in? Like, do I fit in? Like, it's just, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like, he's, yeah. it's just, he, oh. well, he just wants to be part of that world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So desperately, but like, mm. he knows he's fucked up. Yeah. He even, oh, yeah. that, that was after he promised his dad that he would take care of things. Right. And then he later goes down with the intention of yep. finishing off the couple in the yeah. basement. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, and that 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 rock ensuing was so scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was very metaphorical. Oh yeah, that ensuing scene that was so crazy. Intense. Yeah. Oh, um, and like it's not, it's not like, uh, like I don't. It's kind of not necessarily gratuitous violence, but it's just a casual violence when he bashes his head in. Like mm-hmm. it's just so just metal. It's fact. not. Yeah, it's not like over the top. Yeah, it's not like movie climax. Yeah, thing. it it looked very realistic. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and I love the reveal that the that the dad is now living in the basement. Yes. Oh yeah, and well, he's using Morse code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Well, like also, um, the housekeeper's husband coming up and stabbing like like oh my God. Yeah. Just and oh my God, this movie is so amazing. Just like when um when the daughter is stabbed and like like. You see, uh, Mr. Park just being like, "You made the keys. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. the car and everything." How callous is that? She's bleeding to death. The, like, yeah. like his housekeeper is still fighting yeah. with this man, yeah, who uh, you know attacked one of their party guests. Right. Yep, you know, from their perspective, mm-hmm. they're still struggling on the ground. Yep. he has a knife. Mm-hmm. And he's like, give me the keys. Like, first he's telling him to drive them to the hospital. Right. Yep. You know, oh, cause yeah. their son passed out. Like, he's yeah, fine. Exactly. He's fine. Yeah. He passed out because right. he saw that ghost again, but he's yeah. fine. He probably peed his pants and that's the worst of it. Right. You know, but she was stabbed in the heart. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just so amazing the way it plays out. Yeah. Just in, in that moment, you just see, like, that's when Mr. Kim snaps and, mm-hmm. and goes after him. It's just so, so great. And, the ending, like the actual ending where you get like, okay, I have a plan. I'm going to earn yeah. all this money and everything. It's just, it's tragic. It is. And it's just, I'm, I'm kind of still trying to, f- still trying to like, um, figure out like what it really means because it's like he has this plan to try to get out. Like it's essentially his plan to get out of 
poverty like, poverty and into just a high society and everything mm-hmm. and it's for his father but like it's like the reveal at the end where i mean it's not gonna it's, it's probably not, gonna, not gonna, happen. gonna happen yeah um his dad's probably gonna die down there yep yep uh yeah just god such a beautiful beautiful movie um beautiful, heartbreaking movie yes oh yes um anything else stand out to you i kind of i feel like i may have bulldozed some no it's <laughs> fine it's getting kind of late i think it we is can yeah. go ahead and wrap this up okay yeah i wonder how long we've been recording oh yeah we're good oh yeah um, yeah. yeah robert oh, we good. gave you yeah. plenty of quality <laughs> content here so i just want to go on record more than just robert listens to this podcast robert is our only friend now people people listen I appreciate it, guys. Robert's probably having the time uh, of his life. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's like, they're talking about me. <laughs> he, does, he does get a kick out of whenever we reference him. Utah. I, yeah. <laughs> Is that what he sounds like? <laughs> I probably, sure. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think he might sound a little bit more like pizza. Uh, Which is? Just, uh, I can't remember how he did it. Uh, <laughs> that's that, right. I'm yeah, a pizza Scooby-Doo. roll. It's a Scooby-Doo yeah. voice. Yeah. That's right. I'm a pizza roll. I'm a pretty little pizza roll. So, um, Robert, that's you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Robert, you're a pretty little pizza roll. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Uh, so, yeah, so that's Parasite. Uh, yeah. So, we're almost to the end of the year, Kirsten. Are there any movies real quick that you want to... Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to make a top ten list. Um, what is, like, a movie that came out this year that you haven't seen yet that you I wanna want to see? I want to see Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should maybe go see um, it, I guess. Did Hereditary come out this year? No, that was last year. Midsummer uh, came out this year. I do want to see Midsummer. We should watch that. Yeah. Florence Pugh is. Pugh. Oh, oh, that's Did not. Did she what smell I would like say. radishes? No. She, I'm sure, smells heavenly. Uh, she's also had an amazing year. She was in. Uh, oh, 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 funny. Um, she was in. Midsummer and Little Women. Um, so I think you'll like Little Women. We should watch that too. What about the big women? <sighs> I, don't know. I don't know. What about medium-sized women? Just it's more just. A, what about mega women? Yeah. That's a terrifying thought. I I don't want mega, yeah. mega women. Yeah, anyway, death I'm by snoo snoo. <laughs> I'm already terrified of women as it is. Yeah, like, pretty much. Is, yeah. Hey, wait. Uh, Bad boy podcast. <laughs> All right. So, so um, let's so, okay, yeah. wrap it up. Wrap okay. It up. So that's our review of Parasite. Um, that's our episode. That was a very comprehensive review. Yeah, she well, said sarcastically. Yeah, well, I think we did pretty good. Yeah. It was. It's a lot to digest. I mean, it I is. I just saw it, right. so it's a lot to digest. Yeah. Um, and I will be talking about it in our year in review episode. Um, I don't know what what part. We'll see. Ooh. So anyway, um, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, next time, or previously on, we talked about the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know how this is all going to shake out, but yeah. And then we're coming up on the end of the year. Soon enough, we'll have a year in review episode. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. And Thank you, Robert. Yes, thank you, Robert. Thank you. And uh, yeah, check out my review of Cats on ObsessiveViewer.com. And yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Florence, pew pew pew. Okay. (laughs) And now, here's a short clip from our Patreon exclusive RSS feed. To hear the full clip and more exclusive Patreon content, go to patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer and become a patron at the minimum rate of $1 per month. Thank you and enjoy. 
No, we were it watching. Was, she was hissing at you. No, it was she, aimed at you. She was looking you. directly no, at you. Matthew, no. I was sitting here petting her. And she, she was, did not like that. She was loving on me. I was like, you're such a pretty little baby. Bite Kirsten. And... Yeah. He was telling her to bite me, was, and she yeah. did not. She because she's you know she doesn't. Instead, wanna, she yeah. hissed at you. She's a good. She did not hiss she, at me. She bit you last night. That's Twice? irrelevant. That's not. That's that's not and relevant to this conversation. That it so. you know that is something I told you in confidence. Um, Doubtful. <laughs> you probably tweeted about it. You tweet about fucking everything. I didn't, but oh my god, she's so pretty. My monkey little kitten. Oh, monkey bit me on the hand. Monkey. Oh, baby. Oh, daddy. That's you. Why do I sound southern? <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain that. I don't know. Um, it, it was a choice I made in the moment. Yeah, I don't know how. That I feel is what about rehearsals that. are for: exploring right. your choices. Yes. Um, and as always, I'm exploring all the choices I've made to lead to this moment. <laughs> and when you're I'm regretting all of them. I am. The Obsessive Viewer podcast is edited and produced by Matt Hurt and presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. For a full archive of our episodes, go to ObsessiveViewer.com slash OV archive. You can also like our Facebook page and join the OV Facebook group at Facebook.com slash The Obsessive Viewer. And follow us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer and at Obsessive Tiny. And follow our recurring co-hosts at I am Mike White, that's me, at R.A. Feckus and at Burger underscore Lurker. If you enjoy the show, please take a couple minutes to leave us a rating and a quick review on Apple Podcasts. This is the easiest way to support what we do, and all it costs is a little bit of your time. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. Or support us on Patreon for recurring donations and access to commentary tracks and B-roll audio recorded exclusively for patrons at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. Or you can simply search for Obsessive Viewer at teepublic.com, T-E-E, public.com. For information about our annual live event showcasing short horror films from local filmmakers, check out shocktoberinirvington.com. And for an archive of all our events, as well as news about potential future events, head over to obsessiveviewer.com slash live. For more podcast content, you can find Anthology, Matt's solo podcast covering The Twilight Zone, and other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows at anthologypod.com and on Twitter at OVAnthologyPod. You can also find Tower Junkies, a podcast where Matt and Tiny share their love of all things Stephen King and his magnum opus, The Dark Tower series, at TowerJunkiesPod.com and at TowerJunkiesPod on Twitter. And finally, check out The Secular Perspective, Tiny's side project podcast, which tackles current events and life's big questions from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda at TheSecularPerspective.com. The theme music for The Obsessive Viewer comes courtesy of the band Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. Additional bumper music is provided courtesy of As Good As It Gets, which can be found at facebook.com slash asgoodasitgetsband. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Kitty! 
제시카 외동딸 일리노이 시카고 과선배는 김진모 그는 이사촌 